Sometimes, life is yikes. And that's okay. You're not alone. Welcome, welcome to, to Yikesland. Hi, guys, and welcome to Yikesland episode 39. I'll never do that again. Yeah, yeah, Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's um, right. We're going. This is the musical episode. You know what? We should do a musical episode someday, like for 100 or something. Yeah, we're just like, welcome to the episode. And like the table shift away and like dancers come in and we and just start we'll like uh, sing singing the entire discussion. Conan, our nemesis. <laughs> Conan, our nemesis. Do you think that Conan would pay attention? Somebody would have to tell Conan if we made a musical episode. In which if, Conan was listen, the villain, but it was also about mental health. I believe <laughs> if we went all out, he'd take notice. He would because he's that so. cool. He's that cool. But also he's our nemesis and we will take him down. I will start sourcing a Conan wig now. <laughs> I would like to play Conan because I have a similar or identical body type to Conan. So, yeah, my, so I don't have to do anything to prepare. This will be good. It'll be um, good. Somehow it'll like it'll get to him. Like a person who knows a person who knows a person will tell Conan. If any of you guys know someone who might know Conan or just anyone in LA or New York, it will get to him. Yes. Um, so that's cheers fine. to that. Uh so <laughs> welcome to Yikesland, our podcast that's definitely not turning into just a horrific obsession with Conan O'Brien. Um we are here to talk to you guys about mental health and conan and <laughs> depression adhd ocd eating disorders yes struggles stress mental health in general. whatever um we are so happy to be with you guys on another beautiful emotional tuesday yes. um i am chris fung along with my co-host it's jelani who um and we are coming to get you conan no um <laughs> Please don't tell Conan that we're unhinged and that we've taken this joke oh too my far. Lord. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've taken, we've taken this joke if to a dark you place. Need to tag us um, in something that you are also tagging Conan in. You can find us on Twitter or Facebook or our Instagram at yikesland underscore podcast, or shoot us an email at yikesland at gmail .com. We love to hear from people who are listening or watching, um, hear their feedback, just hear um, about your struggles or about something that you thought of when we were making Conan jokes. Um, and if you guys have any musical talents and would like to send us a backing track for the musical for episode 100, please hit us up. Hit us up. I hit do not know notes. Up. Yes. Um, yes. I don't know how to create music either. <laughs> I was in a musical one time. Were but you? I, yes, in high school. Was that it? Oh, yep. I thought that was going to concede this. I thought you were going to ask what musical, but okay. you did. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait a second. Hold on a second. What musical? Uh, I was in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Is that a musical? Yes, it is. <laughs> that sounds it's like, like from the 50s. Really? Um, I played like a a wild character. Aesthetically and physically, she's supposed to kind of look like a Dolly Parton type of situation. Like I had to wear a like a fake bra constructed specifically for me i was fitted for that and then like a giant blonde wig are you um, do, are there pictures like a, yes there are pictures on the internet of that on the internet though on somewhere internet. yes i have to look these up okay nobody else look those up and we're going to talk about mental health now <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna start this podcast off like we always do jelani how are you uh so Guys. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, I, anytime I pause and sigh, that sounds bad. Um, so I'm going through, uh, I talked about it last, last episode, that I was going through kind of a big decision-making moment. Um, and uh, before the podcast, I let you know about like the things that I've decided to do. And um, and uh, things are going to be changing a little bit for me. Uh, I have to, uh, we've talked about in the past about the idea of um, kind of, helping yourself before you can help others and things like that and doing that whole thing and i know that we've really hit that home a lot and i know what technically i'm doing is disobeying that um but i want to let you guys know that um i love all you guys and everything like that but at the same time uh i there's a decision i gotta make and while it may be difficult in the short interim it may turn out 
and it's a good chance of it turning out good in the long run as as what i'm looking at here and so with the other choice that i had which was kind of staying the course and allowing things to be bad in the long run so um it's gonna be rough a little bit for me a little bit um that's weighing on me a little bit uh i know i'm saying a little bit a little bit too much um but uh at the same time uh i've I've doubled down on this decision, and this is the decision I'm going to go with. And so uh, some things are going to be changing. Some things in my life are going to be changing. And a little change of scenery and everything like that. But don't worry, guys. Yaxan is going to be sticking around and everything like that. So don't worry about that. It's not like anything's like drastically changing. We'll still all be friends. Chris, you're still my friend. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, so I have to do some things that are essentially responsibilities towards family and of course we've talked about in the past about like asian families and things that we have to do and what we're duty to do and it's that whole kind of just like yeah uh, you you try to resist against something that like you've grown up with and the culture that you've grown up with and at the same time you do have these responsibilities and i guess i have to step up and take care of them so i'll be taking care of some things and um it'll be a little stressful for a little bit but um i am positive on the outcome after so i'm not glad or happy i'm about what i have to do you know but in the outcome i think it'll be all right so it's like the shawshank redemption have you ever seen the shawshank redemption no so there's a scene and it's a spoilers where a guy has to crawl through a tunnel of shit I have, but he comes out. I have familiarity but he with this. Comes yeah. out clean on the other side because he comes out into a rainstorm and everything like that. But it's 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 a symb- it's symbolism. It's also Stephen King, and so like he's he's he crawls through this to escape hell basically for him, and uh, he cl- he comes out and then he is reborn and clean. So like this is that's my idea. It's like I gotta crawl through that tunnel right now, and it's gonna be gross and it's gonna be dark for me. But um, at the same time, I know. I have to do it. So other than that, um, positive things are happening in personal lives uh, with like personal relationships and things like that. I got some positive things happening with like the podcast stuff like that. People are reaching out. I've had some people talk about like, oh, they really appreciate this podcast. Um, and it's, you know, more than just like close friends and stuff like that. I've had like people just like, hey, I listen to it. I was like, you do? You do. And, and someday it will be Conan. <laughs> and someday it will be Conan. And hopefully he will know how unhinged we are. Love us, Conan. Love of us. We need you. <laughs> we need you. But yeah, so uh, it's, you know, it's been kind of just like a weird, like, month, I would say. You know, just like, I got to do this. I have to change this thing up. I got to do some things that I'm not, like, too happy about. But at the same time, I know I got to get through them. And so it's kind of just, you know, kind of a blah month, you know. How are you doing? Well, first, let me say I am proud of you for... You never let me comment on your thing. I'm so sorry. Um, Let's talk about you. I'm proud of you for making a decision. I know that I was difficult. I know that when you're making any kind of life-altering decision, there's a lot of times where you can't really... Like, you want to make no decision, but you can't because, like, time marches on and, like, not making a decision is making a decision. So I know that it was difficult for you, but I'm proud that you did it. Um, I don't think there's really... I don't think you need to feel because you mentioned that, oh, I'm casting aside or doing the opposite of the rule about putting on your mask before assisting others. But as long... I I don't know that... um, that it's really true that you're doing that. I mean, it depends, but mm. I think the the thing about putting on your mask before putting other people's masks on, it doesn't mean don't help anybody else or don't give some of yourself or put yourself sort of a little bit in quote unquote like mental health danger to help other people. I think that stuff is still okay. I just think that you need to make sure you have your mask on which can be stuff like the podcast or therapy or medication or um, having people to talk to or having your break glass in case of plan. Mm. So I don't know that it's necessarily true that you're doing the wrong thing in quotes or not listening to that advice. Um, I think that sort of depends, but I think that there are lots of ways that you can kind of um, – put your resources together and make sure that you have a good like mental plan and also 
um, community plan in order to make sure that when things get hard and they will get hard, um, that you still have enough resources around you to be strong. And you are also a very strong person. I think everybody who lives in Yikesland is by definition strong because it sucks to live here. Um, But you guys are all really strong and you are very strong. And so I know that you will be okay and we are all here for you, um, even though it will be hard. Yeah, yeah. We are always here to talk and we can talk about it on the podcast. We can talk about it off the podcast. Um, But you are my yike and you guys are all my yikes. And Conan is not my yet. Oh, I'm really not taking yet. this too far. Not yet. Um, I feel like instead of one getting of noticed, us. we're one just going to get like a restraining order oh, sent. So that sucks. Um, it's okay though. Uh, how am I? I am fine. Um, I think <laughs> that's that, not the answer. We're well, for. what I was going to say yeah. is I think that recently when people have been asking me how I am, I don't want to tell the truth, but not because I am denying it to myself or to them it's just that i want things have been difficult or up and down in a personal way and even in a work way um and things have been just super tiring and draining and i've been kind of burnt out but in order to keep going i sort of sometimes need to not talk about how i am Mm -hmm. um and i think This is something we maybe haven't really talked about because we always encourage talking about how you are and sharing your feelings. Um, But I think it probably is okay to sometimes not want to talk about your feelings and have that be healthy and okay too. And there has to be some sort of balance there because obviously if you never talk about your feelings, also bad. But there, I think there have just been a bunch of times recently where I don't feel like talking about my feelings because I just want to work on making the situation better instead does that make sense no it makes sense um and so that's kind of why i say i'm fine and then i wanted to get into why i feel like saying i'm fine um but i do have the important um kind of protections or my mask on um still going to therapy um still getting my uh, testing done. Um, still have you guys here at Yikesland and have a good, strong community of friends and family that I can talk to about my feelings when I do feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I will be talking about my feelings on this podcast, but I've kind of been feeling like I want to put the times I talk about my feelings into a really concentrated zone, I guess, in order to just compartmentalize and be able to concentrate and be able to get through um, tough times without having to constantly confront how they are tough times. Mm. Um, but therapy has been going well. And um, there were a couple of weeks where I did not see my therapist uh, because of scheduling. Um, so it's been good to be back. Um, he was suggesting me some things that I think are really funny. Um, so I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but my favorite types of mental health advice do not have to do with mental health at all. My favorite thing in the world is when you have a problem and the solution to it is just something hilariously simple because sometimes you will go to therapy for something and you have to work through it and other times you will bring up a problem and you will get to work around it and working around it really I love because there's a lot of things um, did I talk about the cobwebs on the last episode no, I don't think not. so no. so um, it's a little bit after Halloween now but um, a w- couple weeks ago, I was setting up for our Halloween party and I was putting these uh, fake like spider webs up mm-hmm. um, and it was really stressing me out because I've been working in the kitchen a lot and so I've been having to wash my hands constantly. So my hands are really dry. Mm-hmm. And so those cobwebs, like, you know, they stick to you if you guys have ever touched them. Yeah. Um, those like store-bought, th- I mean all cobwebs, but especially store-bought <laughs> cobwebs are like meant to be like horrifyingly sticky to you. Um, so they were really sticking to my hands that were dry. And then it's just like, for some reason, it was exactly the type of thing that would really stress me out and almost give me a panic attack Mm. to put these cobwebs up. And I was trying to make them perfect as always, but you cannot. And also cobwebs don't look good if they're perfect because they have to look kind of messy and look kind of like just unintentional and haunted. And so... Doing it for a short period of time was fine, but doing it for like, I probably did it for a total of like five or six hours um, 
because there's a lot of like ladder climbing and stuff was really stressful. And I started to like genuinely almost have a panic about it where I was kind of swatting them away. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the show Monk that yes. used to be on USA that I talk about a lot, but there's a scene where he gets spider webs on him and he's kind of like swatting them away really wildly. And you can tell that there's like an inner anguish that's happening. And that was very genuinely me where I was like legitimately going to have a breakdown because of fake cobwebs. Um, and they were just touching me so much that it was insanely stressful. And I know that explaining this to somebody who doesn't have that feeling is hard because it's hard to be like, why is a fake Halloween decoration like really bothering you and mm. giving you anxiety but it was and uh then i had somebody suggest to me why don't you just put on gloves and i put on gloves and then the spider webs couldn't stick to my hands and then it was fine and it's stuff like that it's solutions like that mm. where there was no way i was ever going to be able to think of put on gloves because i was already in that really anxious fight or flight yeah. mindset yeah. but then when I put on the gloves, it was okay. And that's my favorite type of solution because I don't have to spend five hours in therapy like trying to dissect like why do the spider webs stress you out and how do you think about them differently in order to not be stressed out? And how do you recondition yourself to not be stressed out by them? Hmm. Instead, you just work around it and you just put on gloves. And so a lot of my um, – conversations in therapy recently have been solutions like that about um the upcoming like seasonal affective disorder that's about to happen to all of us yeah um and stuff like that where it's talking about ways to stay warm um ways to keep running in the winter and stuff like that where um all of the suggestions that my therapist gave me in the past session were just really simple life stuff that mm. I never would have thought of because I'm already past the mindset where I can think of that stuff. Mm. So I was really grateful for that, but it always makes me laugh. I love it. Just somebody looking from the outside being like, if you just put on gloves, buddy, and then you're like, whoa, that person is a genius. <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes I guess like, sometimes I guess we need an outside like influence like kind of like someone to like kind of show us a little like give us a little bit of like that outside outlook on something you know they're looking at the box from a different point of view yeah. you know and so like oh you know what that's right it's you know that's 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 why you got the phrase think outside the box sometimes sometimes you get too like set in, in something and you're just like i don't know what to do and someone suggests something is like why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You know, so. Well, and I think that especially when you're struggling with a mental health thing or something that triggers you, it can make it like almost impossible for you to see outside like the personal hell that's going on. Mm. And so it can be really like laughably freeing when someone is like, hey, by the way, you're not really drowning. Just stand up. Um, and that's not to say that no one should ever come into your situation and be like – you shouldn't feel stressed about this because you could just put on gloves, you know, um, or anything that invalidates your feelings or your stress about that thing or about that trigger. But at the same time, if they're coming in and they're just neutrally making the suggestion and the suggestion helps you, that can be the greatest thing because then you remember, okay, wait, sometimes I don't – there are some things that I'm going to have to work through and like – journal about or talk about or get medication for or um, go to therapy for but then there are some things that are kind of just like small blocks in your life that you can be free from and it really gives me hope because it makes me feel like if I can sometimes teach myself to see these opportunities more often and maybe I can't stop swatting away the spider webs in the moment but maybe if i take five minutes away i can someday think of putting on the gloves myself mm. that mm. gives me hope yeah that's nice that's a nice thought <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i will say that you know um i can understand what you what you're talking about at the beginning of your how you're doing about like sometimes you just don't want to you just don't want to talk about it you don't want to talk about the things that are going on and that's that's very common. That's that's a common thing that people just don't want to like. People don't sometimes are just not in the mood to talk, you know. And that's that's a that's a normal thing. That's there's there's nothing wrong with that, you know. As yeah. long as we're not 
doing the thing where we retreat completely and cut ourselves off from yeah. it. So like that's, said, like a, like that's a said, fine line to yeah, dance around. To thread. For you sure. know, you're threading the needle with that. So like at the same time, like you still have like the people around you. So you still have your system set up. And so like that's the thing. It's like, you know, you know, there's, you know, you have your support system around you. You know, the people here in your excellent, you know, that I'm always around if you need um, anything. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, sometimes we're just kind of just over talking about it and we don't want to like we're already like bogged down by like everything's just kind of crap and i just want to just like figure it out not i don't want to feel like talking about it type of situation and it's, it's understandable you know but you know at the same time we're all, we're all here and we're here for you if you ever need anything you know um it's it's like you don't always have to talk but at the same time like you know still be connected to the world is yeah. the thing that's the thing i think there that's a nice is. way you know, to say it that's that's a nice way to say it like you you still want to be connected to the world sometimes someone is so just like over everything that they're dealing with that they just need to be quiet and just like be you know in their own thing and do their own thing sometimes but at, at the same time still be connected and sometimes it's just about like enjoying the other things and not trying to think about the one thing you know sometimes and eventually you get to a point where it's like you know what hey this is what's happening you know and so you know i hope you're doing all right and know that everyone is here for you and know that your support system is there for you and you know you know that well this brings us what you just said brings us to um our segment of the episode segment segments i wish that was a little we should record that yeah segment segment segment. um (laughs) um but yeah that uh what you just said reminds me of um one of my favorite of our segments which is um we've called it a million things but um escapist things or things of comfort um that are movies or video games or um hobbies like walks or whatever um that we have been feeling recently so do you want to go first do you want me to go first uh okay so i guess i could talk a little bit um because i think mine will be real quick but uh i think last time i talked about like uh jumping into like a D &D campaign yeah but it was mobile stuff and everything like that that's still very much going on that's that's very helpful because i feel like i'm connected to um characters you know and everything like that and everybody's like really like into it so that's a good thing um i have been watching uh a show well, actually i just finished it but i don't know if you've seen a show called big mouth i love big mouth yep big mouth is really good um so i marathoned the entire thing uh, i don't know did you have did you watch the entire thing i am current i think you're current how many seasons are there three yes yes i'm good so i i, I enjoyed big mouth a lot because it really took you through like adolescent like and like hormones and everyone like what this you know awkward moments in people's lives but then they also hit on real moments that i think represent a lot of good things there was uh the depression kitty that popped up uh eventually and i was like wow they're doing this huh and uh i thought they they handled certain things very well and uh you could only do these like these storylines in this format i think um you could not do them in like a live action format so um it was it's a it was a great comedy animated feet like show about like just these awkward things that like everyone can really kind of relate to it's like oh this is just an awkward thing that happened you know and so that's been really fun so uh i've been looking for more lighthearted things to go into but then also things that have kind of meaning at the same time so it's been good so that's awesome um, i it's interesting that you mentioned the depression kitty because i was gonna talk about it in the previous episode when you were talking about um the feeling of just wanting to sink back in and like oh. go back to bed and curl up under your covers and how comforting it is because that's what the if you guys haven't seen it that's what the the depression kitty is like a it's a literal like giant pink or purple cat. purple cat um and it literally just like wraps its arms around you and curls it's up with right, you baby. and then right. you just go to sleep and so i was gonna bring that up in the previous episode but i did not know that you watched big mouth so yeah that's good got that reference now yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I've been uh, I watched that and I really enjoyed that. So like it, that was a uh, kind of thing that's been I've been trying to watch kind of like more 
comedy, more lighthearted things here and there, uh, mixed in with my normal viewings of things. So like, it's been really good, I think. So, cool. you know, that, and I still got, uh, I think my next thing I'll go into the good place after that. So I just finished. So good. Yes. So I to get Please to the, do. you know, I want to, I want it like to get through some of the comedy stuff that I missed out on. So I've been watching different things. So good stuff. What are you watching? Um, or well, doing? mine is um, actually more of a hobby. Um, so I have been doing when you um, when we're talking about like sometimes you just don't want to talk about how you're feeling at all. Um, when I'm feeling especially like I don't want to talk to because the thing is I have almost too supportive of friends, so they're always checking in and being like, "How are you? Are you okay? I know you're stressed," and that's so nice because. Then I have people checking in on me all the time. Mm. But sometimes I'm like, I just want to focus on fixing everything and not have to talk about how I'm fixing everything. And so when I feel really like that, I have been um, going to the movies alone at night, which I've talked about before. I love doing that. Um, really I good. saw Joker again and then I saw um, – it chapter two recently, despite mm. the fact that I accidentally did not watch the first it, um, or the original, um, or the there's a series that's what it is. There's a mini series yes. from a long time, did ago. not watch that. I will now, um, but it wasn't really even about the specific movies that I was going to see. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just it was about, just about having that purely escapist experience where you can't even be on your phone or you can't even be working, you just yeah. have to sit in the theater and you have to be there. Yeah, it is what um, I love a lot the most about going to the theater, it kind yeah. of just like you're you're in that moment just watching the movie yeah. that's all you're doing you know like i enjoy binging stuff at the house but at the same time like when you do that you're still like kind of like looking at your phone yeah looking at your phone doing pausing your things, it pausing. going to go yeah. make food or whatever so so i like that you just grab a big old tub of popcorn and your drink and you sit down and you just like like a big kid kick your feet and just like mm, no, 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 watch and watch a movie so um i love the theater experience um so yeah that's what i have been doing recently as my kind of I don't want to talk about how things are going. I just want to be somewhere, somewhere else doing something. Yeah. Um, so that's um, and I get to eat popcorn, which, as you guys know, is one of my favorite depression foods. It is um, one of mine as well. But yeah, I have recently been having a lot of trouble sleeping, like falling asleep. And so I always go to bed watching something, but it's not even to watch the thing. It's just to have something on in the background to drown out the noise of your thoughts so that you can do Interesting. sleeping. Interesting. Um, so I'll like go to a movie, then I will come home, turn on TV. And like, that's how I eventually get to sleep. Have you um, heard those, have you heard of those, uh, like sleep podcasts? Have you heard of those? Um, yeah, I've never tried one. I've never tried one either, but like they're, like, the, if you guys don't know what this is, the sleep podcasts are basically, it's like they'll tell a story but then as it goes progresses through the story it begets it gets more and more long-winded and boring to the point that it's a you're not supposed to listen to the story you're supposed to fall asleep i feel like that would almost just allow my thoughts back in though you know mm, what i mean that's so true. that sounds i haven't tried it yet maybe yeah. i'll see yeah. i'll try one and if see you how guys fast have tried that please let us know if you recommend it or not and yeah. if you try it let me know i don't yeah. i don't know if i have the strength to try that yeah i don't know <laughs> at the same time yeah i do the same thing i'll just pop on like some a youtube video and just have it run through a whole like continue on and i'll just like eventually just fall asleep <laughs> to it doesn't really matter what i'm watching i'll wake up and i'll be like what is this what am i watching this is weird you know so no i understand that sometimes you just want to escape out of you know everything and kind of just like be in your own little world you know um movie theaters are great for that so that's that and uh yeah mostly that you know that's i i don't know what else you could do that it is, gives you that kind of feeling that we're just like i'm going there i'm doing this one thing and i'm not on my phone i'm not doing this thing i'm not connected to everything i'm just kind of just like here you yeah. Know. And well, and it, because it's a finite amount of time, like if you are watching a show on Netflix that there are like 25 seasons mm -hmm. of, you could theoretically not stop for like days and days. But the yeah. thing about a movie is that it ends and then the lights come on and you have to go back to the real world. So yeah. even though that feeling sucks because you're like, oh, man, all my responsibilities are back. Um, it's also it's good in a way because you can't. Like it gives you a break and it gives you an escape, but the escape doesn't last forever mm. because 
obviously the escape cannot last forever. Yeah. Um, so it's a good like kind of set amount of break from the real world time. I like that. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. Well, so we're finally going to get into our topic yeah. of the week. Um, this week we are talking about organization um, with regards to mental health. So in what ways um, is it harder to be organized when you're struggling with mental health stuff? In what ways is it more important or less important? Um, and then how does – so in both directions, um, how does mental health affect organization? And then how does organization affect mental health? Which I think is something that I think about every day, but I don't really talk about every day. So hmm. I'm pretty excited actually to get into this topic because um, it's definitely one of those things that just simmers under the surface for me where it is so much a part of my life, but I never voice that out loud to anybody. So I am pretty excited for this topic. This is a topic. This is a big one for me. So organization and me are not friends, right? <laughs> um, I do not have a system. I do. I am what it, I listen. I am what is called a mess. <laughs> <laughs> the clinical term. A mess. I believe the clinical term is garbage person. <laughs> no, no, but no, uh, it, I, I am very disorganized and I, I, I don't know if it's I, I feel like it's just me and that's how I am. But at, at the same time, like I don't have a great system to keep myself in check with these with my disorganization. Um, there are a lot of things that like I'm and I think uh, my mental health is contributing to that as well. Like I am very much unfocused a lot of times. Um, I it's very hard for me to continue. It's harder to get organized yes, because because you're I'm very much distracted, very much unorganized, uh, unfocused, and so it's causing me to be unorganized. I I can't. And, you know, along with my drive being so low with certain things, and it's just like I there are things I want to do, but at the same time, I can't bring myself to get organized enough to get them together. And so um, and I know I can do it. I know that I'm able to, like, get myself like on, on a pace and get myself in organizations, you know, in an organization and in, in, in a good, like, steady flow of like how I'm able to, like, put together things. But it's gotten very difficult since uh i guess i don't know since since like the whole decimation i guess i called it um but it's just a i was so heavily relied on i guess at one point in my life where i was the foundation of like this kind of like family you know and like everything that was and i was the guiding force of everything and i got everything to a point where like everything was i thought really great and it kind of all came crashing down and i guess it set me back a lot because it put me back into my previous state before i entered that where i was very much disorganized i was very much hard to get focused um i've had you know i've always had issues with like school and stuff like that and that's because i've all i was always very much um in a depressive state and i was always very much just like the drive was very low and you know the home life and everything like that was always just like crazy so it was just a mix of that and a cocktail of that that caused me to not get things organized not get my you know all of my studies and everything that i needed to get done correctly um i was very much i very much got used to living in fire Right, which it was when my when I'm saying that is like when uh it comes up right to the precipice of something I need to do right fire under my ass now sure. it's going yeah. you know what I mean like okay like now I gotta get the shit done all right because like it's due tomorrow all right <laughs> you know and <laughs> things like that would happen uh, you know and that's old days but like yeah it's very much now where I am very much just unorganized uh and unable to focus myself back up again. And um, I've tried like a bunch of times and I've tried to like get myself steadied up and it's very much just, I guess I'm just still trying to work through my own mental health issues at the moment that I'm not able to get there yet. I know I can, it's just, I'm not there yet. And I think um, a lot of my uh, current organizations, um, of everything has been uh greatly appreciated by like 
the people who are, who are around me, you know, and uh, I've had some, you know, like especially like with with the podcast stuff like that. I love doing it. I love doing the streams and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of organization that comes onto it at the same time, and I've had like the the other hosts help me out like with organizing and putting stuff into like charts and things like that, and like getting things together so that way we can at least have some semblance of like an idea of how things go, you know. And for me, I'm very much just like oh uh, like heading hitting things and then reacting to them instead of like planning for them and then actioning before i can even do it so i'm very much just like something hits me i'm in i'm in a reaction mode you know so that's the thing that i'm in right now so um i don't have much of a you know a system i don't know and i know you are very much the opposite of that you are very much you have a system a little bit here yeah i mean i so i have I don't fundamentally think of myself as a super organized person. But you, but you at the do same have time, <laughs> but at the same time, well, I would point out to you, like you are describing yourself, like, oh, what a hilarious dumpster fire everything is. Yes, but, like clinical term. You dumpster fire. <laughs> obviously, are able to juggle like multiple podcasts, which involves all of this setup and stuff like that, that I never have to be burdened with or understand. Although I would like to, I'm curious, but um, you do a lot and you put a lot into that um, and you kind of hold up this whole other side of all of your podcasts. And I think that somebody who was actually like a garbage person couldn't do that. And I mm-hmm. think you probably don't think about that on a daily basis because I'm the same way where um, I don't credit myself at all for any of the stuff that I am doing. Um, and so I think of myself as like completely a failure and not successful at all and like what a trash human being. Yeah. But the truth is that you're not. Um, although I do completely understand the feeling of thinking like, oh man, I really am disorganized in these ways and need to get better, but it also seems somehow impossible because of distraction. Um, And I think that's probably something that a lot of us have struggled with where when you are too, when, when you're feeling depressed and you're barely able to make it to like work or school or out of bed um, or to the shower or to the grocery store, like it's, almost impossible like it's a feat of superhuman strength to like organize a closet or clean stuff up or you know redo a room or something like that um so i think because you're you're already spending so much of your mental energy and your willpower on just like how do i get out of bed how do i continue my day and so it's not that you're weak or that you don't have it in you it's just that you all of the resources that you have are being spent on something else. And then beyond that, if your mental health situation is one that causes you to be distracted easily um, for whatever reason, for me, it would be like kind of an ADHD or OCD situation. Um, If you are feeling manic, um, just any type of thing that's going on in your head that makes it harder for you to concentrate on something, especially something boring for a prolonged period of time, it can be super hard to come up with systems and organize things and i don't think that we should um kind of look down on those people if they're Mm. having trouble coming up with that stuff um and i've definitely been there and i definitely in many ways still am there i think there's a lot of things that my system isn't good enough or i don't adhere to the system um but i think that um the reason that you think that i am the organized (laughs) system person is um I, I have had to lean on a lot of systems in order to be functional in the world. Mm. Um, and one example that comes to mind immediately um, is that I write down a ton of stuff and record a ton of stuff in post-it notes, um, in notes in my phone in a couple of different apps. And I have a planner that I would die for um, because I have to, though, uh, because I could not function without it. I um, have talked about this before, but I have a lot of trouble with working memory since the Great Depression. Um, And then some of it may be issues with distraction as well. Um, And so I have to write stuff down because if I don't write stuff down, I will completely forget it. Um, I take photos of everything, of invoices and stuff like that, because if I don't have a photo of it, I could potentially lose it Mm. um, because I don't have 
a memory of where I put it sometimes, um, yeah. especially I've done if, a lot. I've done yeah. photos a lot. Photos has, photos yes. has helped. Taking, it, thank, having a camera Thank goodness that technology is at the exact point it is at right now. Because um, yeah. I think that a lot of times, especially if I'm really sad that day or um, if I am, if I get in a fight with my relationship or if I get in a fight with my sister even, um, if I have anything that kind of isn't like a major trauma, but like is just like lightly, um, not lightly, but is like is medium stressful, mm-hmm. I'll start to forget more stuff. And that sucks. And I, it's gotten better over time and I think it's getting better. And I think eventually I'll be able to like get to sort of a different place with that. But for right now, I just have to have notes and I have to write things down and I have to keep records of things um, or keep my schedule in both an online calendar and a written calendar. Because if I don't do that, I like am not going to remember anything. Mm. Um, and I do think another part of that is stress for me where because I have a high stress job and I'm expected to be in a lot of different places at once and switching tasks all the time, um, that would make anybody, even somebody who isn't struggling with mental health, a little bit more forgetful for sure. Um, so I think in that way, organization is um, actually helpful or like a supplement to my mental health because the ways in which – I am sort of struggling or lacking as a result of mental health issues. I'm able to like prop myself up with these like things from Office Depot. Um, Okay. So in a way, even though it makes mental health um, issues can make it harder to get organized, organization can also make your mental health issues a little bit easier or ease like the ease the load or ease the burden Mm -hmm. of the stuff that you have to do. Um, and I think another, uh, way that in the past it's, this isn't something that I'm using right now, but in the past has helped me is if I'm starting to feel sad or feel like the depression kitty is grabbing me back, um, having sort of daily rituals can really help you keep going. Um, whether your ritual is to go on a walk like you do, um, or get up and walk your dog or, um, get up and go on a run, even when you don't feel like it, having those things to fall back on when you don't want to get out of bed, but you're like, well, it's almost the path of least resistance for me to just do the thing that I've been doing every day. Um, I think that can be really helpful too. And that's something that I've, I've used in the past. Do you have any of those rituals, whether it's coffee or the way you get a meal or the way you go to the grocery store? So... I, a lot of my routine stuff right now because of like the weather has like fallen to the side. Um, so like I, I haven't gone on a walk for a little bit, you know? Um, so that's been the thing. Um, but besides that, like routines for me, I guess would be, um, I would, I still do the, I still do the the French thing where I go to the store and make up my menu. Very French. (laughs) But, uh, other than that, like, uh, it's not a daily routine thing is when I can. Um, but yeah, I guess, right. I guess at the moment, my routine thing has been to get coffee in the morning. Um, I do, um, grab up a coffee, uh, a cup of coffee at the, the local coffee shop here, Finca, you know, uh, so, um, that's kind of my thing. I'll get out of I'll get out of work. It's super early in the morning. The only thing that's open is like the thing that's block away from me, and I'll go, I'll go in there and grab me a, a little you know cup of coffee and sit and enjoy it, and then you know kind of start my day. Or that's very Italian. Immediately crash after that. <laughs> so that's an Italian thing. Yeah. It's what the Italians call caliente fiesta. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> okay (laughs) sorry that's that was a detective pikachu joke i'm sorry guys that was that was ryan reynolds all the way but i had to steal it took me a second and then oh no wait a second that's not it that's not Um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway i've broken chris Um, i'm done now no 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 no. Um, but yeah yeah i think but i think it, it can be nice because it forces you out into the world it forces you into not necessarily a social situation because you're not necessarily having prolonged conversations, but you're in the daylight and you're doing a thing that's outside. That's it's a it's definitely a different feeling, even if you're not talking to anybody, mm-hmm. to be like out and about. Um, and so I think having those 
um, routines or rituals in a way that is a form of organization. It's just a form of organizing a specific time in your life. Um, and that can be helpful because sometimes things get really stressful mm -hmm. and you normally wouldn't know what to do or you'd want to be like, well, should I clean this or should I go do this errand or should I do this? I have too many things to do that I'm really behind on and um, I don't know which one to do. And so you can have kind of a default choice or you feel like, oh boy, I can't do anything at all. Everything seems too daunting. But then you have this default choice that it's like, oh, it is almost easier to just do the thing that I always do. Hmm. So I think if you, you know, that's just like a very human thing is you tread the path in your brain over and over again, and then it becomes the strongest path. Um, so in a way, if you're able to set up those routines in a way that benefit you or in a way that are good for your mental health, that can be great because then it gets easier for the next time. Mm. And that is part of what um, some of the suggestions that my therapist was giving were for about running because I too have had disruption in terms of it's cold, so I don't want to go outside. And now yeah. also it is snowing here, so then it's like too slippery to run. Um, so one of the suggestions that my therapist had given was for a place that I can go and I can run inside so I can still have the routine of running and still have that, um, it's, uh, the pedit has, you can run around oh, the okay. track or whatever. Yeah, so that's okay. long enough. There's, there's definitely a place to run in my gym. That's not a treadmill, but okay. it's tiny. So you're just like and turning and turning and turning and turning. Turn left. Turn left. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's not quite big enough for you to train for anything. Um, so I think that if there's ways where you can set that stuff up, um, for the winter, mm -hmm. if there's a place that you can go walk, that's why a lot of people walk in malls. Actually, I was going to say, I was going to say, are you, uh, we, you, we could do the wall, the, the mall yeah. walk. We could do the power mall, walk. Mall walking. I, you know what? I'm a fan of mall walking. Exactly. So I used it's to fun. work in a mall and so. I would just like take walks during lunch or whatever, just to look around, look at people, look at shops. It was like a really fancy mall because it was in Hong Kong. So I like obviously couldn't buy anything that wasn't food for many of the stores. Like it was like just like a Chanel store, you know, yeah. like a St. Laurent store. So I'm not going to go in the stores, but walking around them is fine. Doing like a power walk in the morning before everything opens. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a big building. You just keep going yeah. a big, like you do the whole bottom floor and go all the way up and to do a big ass loop and just keep doing it over and over again. I used to, what I used to do back in the day is I used to wear like, uh, when I was a teenager, I used to wear like weights. Oh, um, sure. Yep. Like I said, like those sandbag weights on my legs. And so like I used to wear them like all the time and then like wouldn't take them off until like the end of the day. And it was always great. Like that feeling was like once I took them off, like dropped them Were they them under the your pants? Yeah. They were oh, under okay. my pants. It just looked like uh, you didn't really notice them, <laughs> but they were, they were like 10 pound weights each. So sure, like, you yeah. know, but once I took them off and like put them to the side, like, I felt like I was like on a cloud. I was like, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, you can do it. You can find ways to do it. So it's, I, I guess, yeah. I guess I could find a way to do more scenic walks inside a place. Yeah, because that way you're not walking around in a, in a track in circles. Yeah. That's kind of, that's definitely more boring when you are just walking. Yeah. But you could also walk a track and listen to a podcast or something like that. I guess like I that. could. I guess I could. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I guess at the moment I'm, I'm very disorganized. Um, and, uh, I am trying to get like my mental health all back in order with it and trying to get everything where I can start thinking like I used to, where I'm, I'm able to like pull together like the ideas of like what i used to do and how, how i used to like set everything up you know because it was i was for a while i was like you know on you know on the ball of like how things and and having everything kind of like organized for you know as much as i could i was still very much i i've always had like like the the memory issue where i was like oh god i forgot this and i or i'll, I'll forget a thing but like a majority i would say like i would handle at least 90 percent of everything completely fine and there's always that 10 percent slip by me it's like oh man i forgot that didn't i um but it was much more than I am now. I believe now I'm running on like maybe 10% organization. Um, and that's, but I think, you know. I mean, there's, 
being organized is only good if it helps you. Like I think our culture kind of like fetishizes like these people that are super type A and super organized and look how many planners they have and whatever. And like I have a planner and a calendar that's a copy of that. And you know what? It's kind of a waste of time. But the reason that it's helpful for me is because I have memory issues. Hmm. So I think for people that are struggling with organization and mental health, if you – really sit down and think about, okay, what are the ways that organization would help me? And then what are the ways that it doesn't make sense to put time into this because it is using up my limited willpower and that wouldn't really be helpful for me. It's almost just like a weird virtue signaling thing. Mm. Um, Thinking about the ways that organization might help you and might help prop you up, especially when you're feeling weaker or you're feeling distracted or you're having issues with memory or personal issues um, and you want to have those things to fall back on, I think is maybe what the key is here is like, well, find the ways that it does help me specifically and then make sure that I put those systems into place yeah. and have another. I remember being because I was like very much a perfectionist and I cared about being a good student a lot when I was younger in school. And I would always like see people who had um, – a million of those little tiny post-it note tabs in their um, in their notebooks or in mm. their um, textbooks, and I would always look at that and be like, "Oh no, am I not doing good enough at yeah. organization?" Because like that girl has way more folders than me. And the thing is, it doesn't really matter because if the way that you are living works for you then it's fine and like having more tabs in your textbook doesn't make you a better person and it doesn't even make you better at organization because it depends on if you need them but if you do need them then figuring out a way to put that stuff into place when you're feeling strong in order to have it for when you're feeling weak so that you can fall back on it i think is good because there's definitely a lot of ways where um you can you can kind of tell when I'm having a harder time because even in my planner looking from week to week I will put a lot more detail into it when I'm feeling good and there will be a lot less detail in it when I'm feeling bad and so you can cut like I can look back even though I don't have a memory of those weeks I can look back and I can see when I was having a hard time and I could just do the bare bones amount of like put my appointments in here and put my to-do stuff in here. But like that's it. And sometimes I wouldn't even cross things out. It's just that I had written them down and like – and that's okay. But I still had that system to fall back on so that I at the very least was able to make my appointments and get the things done that I really needed to get done. But I wasn't like filling out all of this extra stuff. And then you can tell when I was feeling stronger because I did fill out all the little – I have one of those planners where it has all the little side things that you can fill in like your hopes and dreams and the ways you want to do better. And I would fill out that stuff when I was feeling good and I would not fill it out when I was feeling bad. And Mm. that's that's okay. Um, But it was a system that was there for me to fall back on even when I was feeling bad. Yeah. So I think that's um, kind of the key is just figuring out what ways it helps you and what ways it doesn't even make sense for you. Hmm. I think I agree that it's really hard to start that stuff when you're feeling bad. And that's why you want to start it in good time. You got to plant the crops when it's warm. Yeah. And then you will harvest them when it is cold. I don't know what this metaphor is yet. Um I don't know. We'll work on that. We'll work on so. it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it straight now. In post. We'll straighten out in post. Yes. We'll just dub it over with with Conan's voice telling oh, us. It's fine. Um, no, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I guess I guess I gotta figure it out. I don't know. It's I have to organize my way to being organized. I that is kind of it though. Yeah. yeah that so, is that is a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah. I that's why I guess like, you know, uh, I'll see where it goes from here and hopefully like I can get a little, at least things back in order yeah. and put and remind my ducks yourself, in a row. Yeah, remind yourself of the ways that you are being organized or that you do have systems. Like you had a little trouble thinking of it, but then you thought of a coffee thing and that mm. is a really good routine to have if that make because it makes you feel good and it's going outside and it's being in the sun for a second. Yeah. Um, so I think – remember the ways that you are good at it or the ways that you've had that strength in the past and remind yourself that it's definitely still in you 
and then hopefully you can come up with more there's lots of stuff like my closet is, my clothes are just straight up in laundry baskets and I hate that about myself and I tell myself that I'm a bad person because of that but that doesn't make sense I'm not a bad person because of it but I am wasting a bunch of time trying to find one black shirt as compared to a hundred other black shirts. So that's why I want to fix it is not because it makes me a bad person, but because it's draining my time and energy later when I can't find stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I always have to make that distinction in my head because my instinct is to be like, you are trash because your clothes are in a hamper. Mm. And like, that's not true. I'm not trash because of that. But it would help me if I had that organized because then I would have to waste less time later or be less stressed out looking for something when I was finding work. So yeah. you're not a garbage person, but <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> um, but maybe there are some things that would help you um, that you can come up with or you can yeah. look back to previous routines and try to call on those to prop you up when yeah. you're feeling bad. Yeah. I got to figure it out. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there all together, I think. Yeah. You know? If you guys have any routines that you like or systems that you use in order to remember stuff or keep track of things or just make your life easier, um, we would love to hear about them from you. Definitely, if you have any closet organizational tips, I will be taking those. Um, if you guys like planners or if you hate planners, um, I would also like to hear from that. If anybody has a super cool memory, um, that would be awesome. I will be jealous of you, but I would still like to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully everyone out there is, has like their ways of doing things. And if there are, if you guys are relating in, into the same way that we are, where we are on different levels of organization and we're, you know, still feeling like we could do more and everything like that. I, you know, hopefully we can all kind of help each other and our support and everything like that. Like, I feel like when I'm helped out and supported by certain people um, that have a little bit more organization skills, like that does wonders. And like, for me, like getting like things realized and how things are going, um, I guess maybe I get numb to it, you know, maybe just like you get numb to like the idea of like, oh, everything is disorganized, huh? Yeah, and, and then if you see somebody like, else. Wow. Well, it can also you be know? easier if you see somebody else who has a certain way of doing things. And rather than having yeah. to come up with that way yourself, you can be like, oh, that looks like it might work for me. So I'll take that. I'll use mm. that. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of us here in Yikesland probably have that instinct where we want to tell ourselves that we're not good enough or that we're bad for being disorganized or being not organized enough or really anything in our lives because that's a lot of what – um, anxiety does to you, um, other mental health struggles, and a lot of what depression does to you is just tells you that everything you're doing is not good enough and that yeah. you're not worthy. Um, and so remembering that organization is um, like a skill and a tool that you can use, but it doesn't have any bearing on whether you are worthy can also kind of be freeing because I, mm. I know that it feels good to me to have systems, but it feels bad if I'm coming up with those systems because I have a fear of like being the quote unquote trash mess person. Mm. You know, that's like, that's a very unpleasant way to come up with systems and to come up with organization, but it can feel good if you're doing it because you know, it's a tool that's just going to help you rather than um, like a punishment for not being good enough because you are good enough and you are worthy. You guys are all really strong for living in Yikes land. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. That's awesome. Um, I guess, should we bring it home? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here for another great uh, episode of Yikes land. Um, hopefully you guys are out there and are, you know, working together and uh trying to find your support system out there because you know we want you guys coming back here every tuesday not just to listen to the podcast every tuesday but to be with us here every single tuesday because the world without you would be a lesser world and we just want to make sure that you guys are here with us listening to us kind of talk about our mental health and everything like that and hopefully some of our stories can help you you know relate to them even if you disagree or if you do agree or if you're similar or not similar it kind of gets you hopefully the idea is to get you kind of thinking and get things looking getting a different look uh as we talked about earlier kind of like looking at the box uh from another view you know so sometimes it's always 
that simple right crazy um but yeah we thank you guys so much for being here so much um once again make sure that you guys um like and subscribe and share everything uh this is um it really helps us a lot if you guys uh head over to itunes and gives us give us a little rating there um if you guys give us you know a little five-star rating or a little review that does help us get viewed a little bit more on the uh you know meant uh i think it was uh, under the health page that we're on um so please um help us out with that otherwise just let people know about us you know because uh we're pretty much just you know relying on your guys word of mouth and uh we know that you guys are uh really you know li listening to this we appreciate everyone who does and we love all you guys so uh this has been your host flying along with host chris phone and uh this has been your views from Land. catch you guys next week thanks for being here you are not alone. Help is available at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.